Jen the Builder. And Corey. Welcome to Take the Elevator, you guys. We're so happy to have you here with us. Welcome. It's Wednesday, the middle of the week. And I'm going to say that my week so far has been wonderful. Yeah? Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, Jen. I'm glad to hear that. Thanks. Thanks. I think maybe my mindset, knowing that August is our month of new beginnings, and we're going to talk about some really, I think, stuff that we've never talked about. And I like how we play with words. So we're going to talk about declutter. Mm-hmm. And we said, what are some more D words? What I mean is like declutter, deceive, decide, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're going into decontaminate and detox. Yes. And just stay there because it's interesting when you find out that what's going on in your life is going on in other people's lives. When there's a theme in your life and it's just a trip that other people are going through that. So I'm gonna, let's talk about declutter. Okay, let's do it. So we had mentioned a few weeks ago that we redesigned <laughs> our house. <laughs> you see how that works? And we did this whole shift in our home. First of all, we did not say that, Corey, our mom... Your mom is recovered. Yes. And 100%. 100%. And man, that that's a blessing. That's a praise report. It's a win. It's a miracle. We're so thankful. And so mom has moved back into her apartment. Yes, she has. And so uh, that's why we did the redesign, if you will. So let's talk about, first of all, what is clutter? Clutter for me, and I don't know if it's the same for you, Corey, same for you listeners, same for you elevators out there, but clutter can cause extreme stress, whether it's physical or mental. It makes your place look untidy. It swallows up space. It clouds your judgment. And simply put, you should declutter when that happens. Yeah. Right? So the declutter that's been happening in Our lives have not just been here at home because when we moved, you might as well declutter. You might as well move everything, see what you've got, decide what's not needed. You know, is this valuable? Is it something I use or is it something that can be given away or thrown out? True, true. And can I interject right there? If you find that in your cluttering process, you've just piled on a bunch of useless things Mm-hmm. You might want to rethink that as well. Right. Because they can be broken, unwanted, like I said, not needed, or you've outgrown it. Yeah. Or you just don't love it anymore. And so there's probably many of these items in your house that you could do without. And I'm sure as you guys are listening, you're thinking, I can create this list pretty quick of things that I can declutter in my space. Mm-hmm. Um, and decluttering for me has also been with my calendar. It's also been with people in my life. You know, um, I'm part of this community and it's called Growth Day. Mm-hmm. And I love it because August's theme is friendships. And it just really puts into perspective people in your lives and in your life, I should say, um, and then kind of placing them. And that's not to sound cold. It's just part of decluttering there. If you're growing or you're doing something different in your life and it doesn't make sense anymore for certain friendships to be there, relationships, whatever it is, there is such a thing as decluttering that as well. Absolutely. I'm a strong believer in that. We usually wait 
for a good time to clear something out. But if your intuition saying, I need to tidy up, I need to get rid of this clutter, listen to that voice that's trying to speak something to you. And it's amazing how much more clear you can see and how light you feel when that happens. Yes. Yeah. So when we get back, we're going to talk about our next word, Corey, and you're going to lead that discussion on decontaminate. I am so glad to do so. Yep. So we'll be right back. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. We are back, and I'm glad to be back just to simply say we're back. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we're talking about the, these D words and, and what has come about and how did it come about. Let me tell you how these things come about. We sit down and we brainstorm and we we try to figure out what kind of topic would be interesting for the listeners. What kind of discussions could they create on their own without us being present and then make it develop into something much more than just a simple topic or a simple discussion. Right. So Janet asked me, you know, what D words that I and, and I immediately came up with decontamination or decontaminate. And the reason why is because Jen hit on something in the last uh, ep- uh, segment. She said, the small voice. When those small voices inside you are encouraging you to do something positive in a positive direction, it's always a good thing to take heed to that. Just so you know that that next move is going to push you in a, in a very growth if that's a word, direction. I love growth and I love movement and I love change for the betterment of people, for the betterment of myself, and especially for the betterment of my family. So when you begin to decontaminate, you begin to do certain things. And I just wanted to give you the definition of this word decontaminate. And and the first word that, that it mentions says so much. It says neutralize. Ooh, that's deep. And I love it. Or remove dangerous substance. Wow. Radioactivity or germs from an area or a person. So it just gives you a very good indication that when you begin to decontaminate, you're removing all the unhealthy, all the bad, all the nasty stuff that's been around you or in your life or inside your life. For far too long. And if it's been there for 30 minutes, it's been there for far too long. So that word decontaminate takes me to another level when I begin to think about a new beginning and a new start and what it can do for my life. Yeah. Oh, man, that's I love when you look up words and it adds that whole other dimension. It goes deeper with it. So that just reminds me of as you're decontaminating and you're neutralizing, right? The thing that comes to my mind is really putting yourself first. For people like me, typically, we're about pleasing other people over ourselves, and that eventually leads to our unhappiness. And so that's something I've kept in mind as, you know, I'm, I'm going through this phase of our lives. Um, and then learning to let go, mm-hmm. learning to let go can be tough, especially when you're thinking I put so much time and energy 
into this, or I've paid so much money into that thing. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, invested all this time, effort and energy and love and tears into this relationship, into this friendship. And you know, and you know that it no longer serves you and it doesn't serve you well. That's for sure. Um, and so we're talking about learning to let things go and gracefully. I want to talk about this too, Corey, real quick. So as you're decontaminating, there's a way that we still should be with people. So if you, Corey, and tell me if you agree, if you're in a friendship that is not serving you well, and I'm not saying use people, that's not what I'm saying. We know that when you've outgrown certain people in your lives or maybe they're jealous of you and they're insecure. And so they'll give you a compliment, but it's a backhanded compliment and it's time and time again, you know, just things like that, or you show up for them. They don't show up for you. It's time to let that go. Now, I believe that when you do that, I don't think there should be an insulting moment in that breakup, if you will, or that letting go for me, it could be as simple as um, I'm, I'm just, I'm really busy and, you know, thanks for the invite, but I'm not going to be able to make it. And so it's still cordial because the one thing you don't want to do is pass judgment. Cause I remember when I was a lot like certain people in my life that I've had to learn to let go. And it's just, this is their journey and their hope, hopefully going to find their way through it. So I'm not going to say, oh, it's because, you know, you're constantly putting me down and I just can't deal with this anymore. I'm above this. Like, mm. so, you know what I'm saying? So what does that messaging look like? What does that conversation look like between two people and you're letting go of, of one? Well, for me in the past, I would do things that were very unhelpful for both parties. Mm-hmm. Um, I would typically just walk away and not have that crucial conversation, mm. which destroyed a lot of friendships and created a lot of animosity. But in this uh, stage and frame in my life, what I like to do is have that conversation when I first noticed the, the first red flag. If I should notice that red flag appearing, I am quick to ask the questions so that I know that we both are understanding because if I took the time to say that you're my friend and you took the time to say that you're, I'm your friend, we should at least have enough respect for one another to be able to ask the, the uh, kind of questions that would put us both on the same playing field. So if I realize that I'm coming to all your events, I'm supporting you in everything that you do and you can't do that in return on anything that I'm, I would have to ask you, is there something going on? Right. Are you not able to meet any of the uh, engagements or invites that I'm giving, I'm throwing out to you or sending out to you? What seems to be the problem? At that point, you're able to have that conversation just to see, hey, maybe there is a problem here or we just got some really bad scheduling. And, you know, I love you to death. You're one of my closest friends. And so. I'm going to make it a point to to make sure I make it to the next thing or to one of these next events that you have. And I know it's tough during COVID, but we're, we're, we're even talking about Zoom meetings and uh, checking up on each other on Instagram and Facebook and just simply giving a like and saying, hey, I saw that picture. Nice pic. 
good way to go. You know, that type of thing. Right. I was listening to this development coach and she was great. This is how she described it. And for all my Filipinos and for anyone who's in the healthcare industry or anyone who knows about potlucks being a big social event, she says, so you come to my potluck and you're at my table, but you don't bring a dish Mm. and you come to my next one and you still don't bring a dish. She says, that's when I have to say you are not any longer welcome in this space on this table to dine with this group. And that sounds mean, but it's, it's an analogy guys. It's not, you know, we're not saying if you can't bring anything, you can't afford anything to forget, you know, it's not what it is, but a friendship relationship is a give and take. And you've got to distinguish how people make you feel. And while you're decluttering, that's one of the things you want to take inventory of. Right. So Here's my friend, and this is how she makes me feel. And you can really determine who should be in your circle and who you trust and who you are safe with. Absolutely. Right? So those are our thoughts on decontamination. <laughs> and we're going to come back and talk about, talk about the detox. Mm. Every day. I'm going to be honest about detox right now. I am literally on a detox plan. Um, So there's a nearby juice shop that sells celery juice. And so I detox for five days. And I'm going to say this. Where my office is, is thank goodness the restroom is literally just around the corner. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So it's cleansing me out. I'm grateful, you know? So what do you think about detox, Corey, besides that type of detox? What comes to your mind? Well, when I think about detox, I think about complete detox, detox of the mind, detox of Mm. the body, detox of the soul, the spirit. Everything just needs to be washed out from every now and again, you know? Just because, you know, sometimes we get ourselves in these ruts and we find ourselves really bogged down with uh how do i say this just the wrong thoughts the wrong things going through our minds and the wrong things in our in our spirits in our in our souls just we we just have a bunch of muck that we just don't really yeah Yeah. it's just really thick and and dark and and so we really just need to detox from all that stuff and just get it out and start over and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with starting over. There's nothing wrong with hitting the reset button. We don't get to reset very many things. You know, we, we don't get to be born again and become children and, and relive this life. Uh, and unless that's your belief system. And I don't know how that works because I never, you know, subscribe to that, that school of thought. However, most people don't get to say, you know what, if I could do it again, let me hit this reset button. But in your life, in your everyday life, you can detox and start over from clearing your mind and clearing your 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 atmosphere. And sometimes even clearing the people that you're running with and that you're calling yourselves friends. Um, we I think we've all hit a point in our lives where we realize that someone might not be very healthy for us. Mm-hmm. 
And then we've hit those points where we realize that we might not be very healthy for some other people. Exactly. Let's talk about that. And I know I've been there. I've, I've, I've had to remove myself because I said, this is not healthy for them. Right. So I can't be here anymore. And that was a form of detoxifying Mm. for them. So, you know, there's that aspect of it, too. How do you feel about the word detox? Well, to what you said, they're definitely part of detox is you've made the decision. Right. right? And so it's almost like you're going through withdrawals. I don't know if anyone here has experienced a true withdrawal. Oh, boy. Yeah. 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 And it's a very real thing. Mm-hmm. And can that happen to us on a mental level, not from any substance that's addictive, but a friendship or things that you've had to let go of? You know, of course, um, those things become comforting for you, even though they may hurt you. It's still part of your norm. Right. And so now you're doing without that. So I think detox has to do with making that decision, obviously, and then continuing to make the decision to find your happy place. And that is discovery. Oh my gosh, I'm just going crazy with this D word, these D words <laughs> right now. Um, and as you're going through this for me, this is what I have to remember. Corey, I think you made a very good point that we have to come to realization when we're the person that someone needs to detox from. Right. You know, and that's why there should never be judgment in this when you are letting people go because we've all been there. We have, we're all flawed. So when I'm going through detox and my body's ridding of the waste or my mind is ridding of the waste, right? Right. Um, I just really focus on finding my happy place, being okay with spending time by myself. And, when I had to detox from a lot of people, that was very new for me to be in a quiet place on my own. I know I have friends who love, love, love to bathe in nature mm-hmm. and they find that very healing because that's really what detoxing is. I was going to say it's a that's healing a process. Really good form of detoxification. Yeah. yeah. Anything that is stress free, so music, reading, journaling lighten those candles. Um, I mean, there, we've talked about this before, and it really goes back to the self-love parts right. that we've explored before. Hey, Jen, let me read this uh, definition real quick. It's um, a process or period of time in which one abstains from or rids the body of toxic or unhealthy substances. Mm. So it just gives you a, a more rounded view of how you can detoxify some things in you, around you, with you, that you just need to rid the body of. Yeah, yeah. Rid the body of. And then I think, too, it also, I I can't find a D word. Maybe you can help me. But you just recall maybe some of the things that you've dreamt of doing or of being. This is where you, you know, self-talk, just really lifting yourself up and um, saying, I'm okay. Like, you know, I am beautiful. I'm enough. Like I talked to so many people who have these amazing um, affirmation statements that they tell tell yourselves this is part of being healthy, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that that's pretty much what we have to say about the D words today. All right. Yeah. So if you guys have any D words that you can think of, this is what I recommend. Write them down. 
get with a friend, a few friends, have these type of conversations. I love talking this stuff out. Oh, yeah. It's very helpful for me. It really, really is. Mm -hmm. So you guys find someone to talk it out with, get your thoughts down. And if you're going through the same phase that we are with shifting, decluttering, decontaminating, detoxing, you can do this. Yeah, you can. And you're going to be happy that you did it. When you know us to take the elevator, we say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.